0: Welcome to Power of Sticking Together with me, your host, La LaTrimble. I pray you enjoyed last episode on family and success with evangelist Tashika Perry-Harris. Tune in this week for part two as we conclude a much-needed conversation on family, success, and balance. <sighs> Where do they all fit? Enjoy. This information is so valuable and much needed, especially within our community. You know, everybody wants to be, like you said, on a flyer, want to show that they're making it in the world, want to show that they are doing all right. We have gotten so busy trying to become successful when our homes are falling apart. The saddest part about it is we don't even know we are falling apart. You know
1: you're so right.
0: From materialistic to status to reality TV, I mean, has taken our culture in a false sense of security. Oh my. I mean, if we really had a reality show, it would be tainted because it won't be what the world wanna see. And so at the end of the day, whoever is our producer will say they would like to go a different direction. Okay. But we know God created the family. And he want us to prosper, be in good health, even as our soul prosper. We cannot be a strong, successful family without achieving being a family who has placed Christ as the center of their life. You know, the Bible speaks it all the time. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Now, sis, I know you could break this down a little bit more for the listeners. I know there are some warning signs you witness <laughs> that's not the right move. I just know you do, and you know it should make it or break it, or it it's, it would harm your family. So I know you know there are some warning signs, and I just you know it's so relevant that we discuss these things, especially with this um, new age. Um, youth adult that's coming up because they social media makes it look so glamorous. Um, But the warning signs, can you just share some of the warning signs?
1: Well, you know what? When you look in the book of Genesis, it starts off in chapter three with the serpent approaching Eve with did God say Mm. anytime someone feels bold enough to come to you about yours, that's a red flag for me. Mm -hmm. Anytime someone feels and I'm talking about a spirit, anytime a spirit or a physical human, anytime a a spirit can use a person or anytime a spirit could try to influence your mind to go against who you know is on your side, who you know has been faithful, who you know uh, is a is for a purpose and a reason in your life. That is your first red flag wow your first red flag is to understand that the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy Mm. that is his focus that is his objective that is his goal and he is going to use people to try to influence you to think to undermine who it is God has placed in your life and as a family. I'm going to speak in terms of husbands and wives for a second. When the enemy comes at you and you think you uh, are uh, enemies. When the enemy says that this person is against you, did that person truly say this? Did that, when the enemy gets you to questioning who you say you love and who you know love you, that's a red flag. Mm. Casting down vain imaginations. We have to understand another flag is what are you thinking on? Number one, watch who's approaching you about yours. Wow. My, my great grandmother always said that she never allowed outsiders to come talk to her about her husband. Mm. Yes. yes. See, that's what that's what the enemy wants to do. And that's what the enemy did to Eve. God gave Adam and Eve everything. How in the world did she allow the serpent, an enemy of God, to talk to her about someone who loved her? We are we are entertaining too many enemies of our loved ones. Now I get constructive criticism. I get, Hey, I want to help this person out. I don't get anyone having the boldness and the audacity to come to me and talk to me about a loved one. And so what happens is when we entertain that enemy too long, we become enemies When we entertain the enemy too long, we become enemies. What happened to Adam and Eve? She entertained the enemy too long. She talked to him too long. She debated with him too long. Some things are not worthy of a debate. She debated back and forth until it got to a point that she just ate from the forbidden. And not only did she eat, she gave it to Adam and he ate. So what's happening to families is we're doing the the forbidden because we're listening to an enemy way too long. And we're passing the sin. We're passing the destruction. We're passing these deadly habits to our fruit. We're, 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 We're passing it on to our loved ones. And so we have to be very careful what we allow in, because what we allow in, it can be transferred to the to the closest ones to us. So watch who you allow to talk to you. Don't stay longer. Sometimes you got to run. What did Joseph do when uh, when when uh, the king's wife came to him and tried to seduce him? He yeah. ran. Some yeah. situations, in order to save your family, in order to save, to keep peace, in order to make sure that the uh, the um you are aligned with the word. Some things you gonna have to run from. Some stuff you are just gonna have to turn off. Some stuff you're you you cannot afford to entertain certain situations and certain people because these people come to take you off your path with your family. mm, mm, mm. These are red flags. Anything that gets you off the word, out of the word is a red flag. So anything that comes, because we can talk about red flags all night. So I'll boil it down to this. If it does not line up with the word, it is a red flag. So that means you're gonna have to be in your word. That means you're gonna have to study to show yourself approved. That means you're gonna have to take some stuff to the Lord in prayer. That means you're gonna have to get you some mentors, people who are really in the word, that can direct you and guide you and mentor you. That means you're going to have to develop a solid relationship with the Holy Ghost.
0: Mm, You said a mouthful. (laughs) You said a mouthful. I haven't heard that in so long. Sometimes (laughs) I thought the Holy Ghost was a little woohoo, but I know, and you know, it's real. Listen, he is real. Yes. Yes. You got to get a relationship you got to be filled. You got to. You have said a mouthful, and and don't get us wrong. We're not saying that you should not celebrate each other. We're just trying to understand, get you to understand that. To understand, there are some warning signs that you need to look for, and something you kept saying over and over again when they when they come for mine.
1: Okay, yeah. that's <laughs> the know, red flag right that's there. That's the red
0: flag. Anything that I know is for me. You know, and I know they're being by my side and you trying to confront something wrong with that. You know, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of times, if you're not careful, you will end up making a deal with the devil.
1: There you go. You know,
0: you'll be so caught up into what that's what she did. She made a deal with the devil.
1: Yeah, and at did. the
0: end, it destroyed her family.
1: Absolutely. You know, that
0: opportunity just for her to be like God, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I want to be like God, you know, again, don't get me wrong. We should celebrate each other's success. I think sometimes we can put too much pressure on our children, our husband and wanting too much. Um, the craving for greatness can destroy you quicker than anything you want to become. But Mm. I remember praying to God about different opportunities that came my way. I asked him, uh, should I pursue? You know, Mm. God would say, no, we're going to shut this down. Mm. This would destroy your family. You know, the opportunity looked good and it was presented to me by notable people. You know, I felt they were honest men and women. And sometimes they were women and men of God.
1: Mm -hmm, However, mm -hmm.
0: God would turn it into a closed door. Absolutely. You know, but it opened the door for my family to grow. You know, we we growed in our relationship with each other. Um, I'm sure you can relate that closed doors are blessings just as
1: much as open doors. Well, you know, sometimes those closed doors save your life. Sometimes those closed doors literally save your family. So, so, so don't ever try to unglue the door that God has closed. Don't ever try to do Mm. that because it's like fighting with the wind and, and, and you're not going to get it open, but what you're going to do is you're going to draw frustration. You're mm-hmm. going to draw uh, c- counterfeit blessings because see now you've shown the enemy that I want this so bad. I don't care that the de- that that God has closed the door. I will take anything that look just like it. And so now you have things coming at you that look like the blessing, but it's the counterfeit blessing to get you off your course. The enemy is giving you counterfeit. God got something down the street, which is the real thing. And you're still standing at the door that has been closed
0: counterfeit blessing my 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 counterfeit blessing because you couldn't accept the door being closed so you just wanted to make it look like it was all God (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it was never him that lets me understand why somebody can say what they want to say live how they want to live and then get on the stage say I would like to give an honor to God
1: and I'm going to leave
0: that right there (laughs) there you go There you you go. I'm going to leave that right there, you know, because a lot of times we don't understand that God is in, when he blesses you, it looks like him.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's not that counterfeit stuff. Absolutely. So... When it comes to following God, I mean, that that we talked about if we can just break it down, we talked about how to build a a strong family bond. You gave us three good points on, you know, the understanding, the empathy, the prayer we talked about, just making sure how do we... um, forgive our family members. And what does that do for us when we do that? And you talked about the simple fact that it puts them in the grace of God. Mm -hmm. And then I I kind of start talking to you about just who you are um,
1: Yeah.
0: in reference to how do you find that balance? And I I love the fact when you say, when they come for me for mine and it's not God Mm -mm. and I know God didn't send them, that's a warning Mm-mm. sign, but you broke Mm-mm. it down. you said, you know what? Anything is a red flag if it's not in God's will. You better say. It. <laughs> you know <laughs> So now we have this following God. We, we can you give us an explanation why it's important for you to do everything and exactly as God commands you? But before you do that, I just want to share something with you. Mm -hmm. I was reading the Bible um, and I want to say it was in Chronicles and it was talking about the different kings and, you know, different things. But somewhere along the line, they kept saying and they did all that God commanded them to do. And they did all that God commanded them to do. And they did all that God commanded them to do. Whoever it was, it kept saying the same thing. And they did all that God commanded them to do. That stuck to me, that echoed to me, as as if God was saying, the only way that his promises is coming to pass, and I'm not trying to answer the question, I'm just trying to get an understanding as it relates to building family, why is it so important for us to do exactly what God commands us to do?
1: Oh my gosh, there, there's so much meat to this question. Uh, the First um, answer that I would like to give is that when you do things according to God, then it is up to God to make things happen for you. When you go outside of God, it no longer becomes God. Re- you're no longer God's responsibility. Mm. When I'm following God, that's like a parent. If my parent is taking care of me and providing shelter for me, if my parent is making sure that I re- I'm receiving all the things that I need and I run away from home, that means I am not under the watch of my parents. That means the world have access to me. That means rapists have access to me. That means murderers have access to me. Now, if my parents were there, my parents would do everything that they could do Mm. to protect me. But because I left my space of grace, I am now walking on the enemy's head, Sa. I I am now walking on the enemy's territory. And when you walk on the enemy's territory, when you go upon in the enemy's territory he does not fight fair. he draws you only to destroy you he draws you only to manipulate you he draws you only uh to uh separate you from the word of god so if i stay within grace if i stay under the covering of God. There's a reason why God says that he is our covering. Because if you think about walking outside without an umbrella, you cannot get mad at the rain. You can get mad at yourself because you did not use an umbrella. If you are driving your car and it starts raining, you cannot get mad at the rain. You gotta get mad at yourself for not putting on your windshield wipers. Mm. There are certain things that we have for a covering, because God knows that there are going to be things that come at us. But when those things come at us, he is like that umbrella. It never hits us. It never gets to us. And you know, in the book of Galatians, Paul was talking to the people that he had ministered to, who he had converted to the Lord. And he said, you were running a good race who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth. This kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. One of the things you got to know is that disobedience is not of God. I don't care how fun it is. I don't care how popular it is. I don't care if every, every uh, governor, every political uh, representative claim a right is wrong and wrong is right, you better understand what the Bible says, because it is important to to stay under the will and the ways of God, because it is not him who persuade us to do evil. So if someone can persuade you out of from under the covering of God, what do you think they want to do with you? What do you think a 35 year old man want to do with a 13 year old girl? My, my, my. So you got to think like that. You got to think, what does it, wait a minute, hold on. Why are you you, uh, trying to convince me to come from under the word of God? What do you want to do with me? What do you want to do with somebody who has proclaimed Christ? Somebody who has said Jesus is Lord. What is it that you want to do with my life as to why you want me to come out of grace? You want me to come out of obedience? You want me to come out of the word of God? Why? because the enemy knows that God has given us a will and the enemy knows that if we will to go against God's word, we have allowed him to come in. This is why the Bible says again, do not give the devil a crack. Do not give a the devil the an, an opening because when you allow him in, he is going to pursue his focus to steal, to kill and destroy. And this is why it's not important to follow God's word and to stay in God so you can get a big house. Sinners get big houses every day. People who are not in God get big, big homes and luxury vehicles and all of the brand name that you can name because they're following a money principle. But what you want, the reason why you want to follow God is because you love him. He says, if you love me, there's some things that's going to show that you love me. Peter, if you love me, follow my commandments. Mm. Peter, if you love me, you know, feed my sheep. He says things like that because he doesn't want love to be just a buzzword. Love is an action word. So, yes. If you say you love him, not only stick with him, but follow him to the end because of who he is, not because of what he can do. We know what he can do, but because of who he is, because I love you. I'm on this, this line with you. I, I don't love you because you can send me uh, money. I don't love you because you can put my name out there. I love you because when you are sisters in Christ Jesus. So wow. if I didn't benefit material, uh, materialistically off of anything that I did for you, I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it because we are enhancing the kingdom of God together. That's say more than so,
0: money. Say so. Say so. Let me tell you. I tell you, that's why we do what we do. That part. Enhancing the kingdom of God together. We have one mind, like-minded concept. You know, almost like when um, God say, I got to do something to these people. If mm-hmm. I don't hurry up when they was building that tower, he mm-hmm. said, if I don't mm-hmm. stop them, they may reach heaven.
1: Mm-hmm. Look,
0: God said, I gotta do something between these two sisters, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna stop them because they're mm-hmm. gonna build the kingdom of God together. Right. And you That's know, right. you are absolutely right. When you follow God, you. Fall in His grace. What does the ninety-first psalm
1: say? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God. Oh, oh! <laughs> you in oh, a secret place of the oh, Most High God. Mm.
0: You he buy under
1: the shadow of his
0: Ooh, wings. Oh, yes. On. Come get on. That's side. what happens. And when we get and start trying to do it our way, then we fall out of that grace. You know, I was reading in Genesis in chapter six concerning Noah, saving mm. his family from destruction of the flood um, mm. that was sent to wipe every living creature from earth. Then that after God commanded him to build the ark and his family and the animals of every pair came in once they entered the ark, I read. So Noah did everything. We was talking Mm -hmm. about that everything exactly as God had commanded him. So many times we think we can't do this everything and exactly like God tells us to command, like he command us to do. But those key words everything and exactly Mm. echo to me loudly when it comes to following God. And we talked about that. You gave an explanation on why is it so important for us to do everything and exactly like God command us to do. I believe Noah understood if I don't do this, like God say do Me and my family surely going to perish. You know, that's just facts. When you don't do it like God say you to do, somebody going to suffer. And it could be not just you, but your family. Listen, listen. I thank you so much for listening. But if you want to see God save you and your family, remember you have to do everything everything and exactly like God instructs you know what go back and listen to the key points from evangelist Harris that she spoke and write it down You know, I do have one final question, though.
1: Give (laughs) it to me. I'm on fire now. You brought the the preach out. I'm on fire. You better watch that. Last question. Look,
0: look, look. That's what we need because we have so many Mm -hmm. families that are suffering right now. No more, no more, no more suffering with the false counterfeit. Mm-mm. blessings we want these Mm-mm. families to be blessed truly you know in reference to the closed and open doors of their life you know i noticed that after noah and everyone and everything god commanded to get into the art the story goes on and and says the lord closed the door behind them mm. oh my gosh but but now later on noah opened that door but it's mighty to understand that God closed the door behind them. Listen, it—if God says um, I'm going to close this door, it means just what it means. If God, if it said God closed the door, He closed the door.
1: Mm. You,
0: we, mm, we, you we, better I say mean, it. You know, we're trying to make that sound so spooky. So what He did, He 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 put His hand down in heaven. Look, if it said God closed the door. It means just what it said. God yes, closed the door. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. why didn't Noah close the door for his family? You know, why was it so important for God to close the door? That's my question. That's my question. I'm I'm picking your brain because, <laughs> hey, <laughs> when I read this thing, I was like, wait a minute. It's only natural if he built the ark. I'm sure he had opened that door at one time for them animals and his family to come in. But once he hit that safety, it Mm -hmm. said God closed that door.
1: So, you know, go ahead. Let me tell you, let me tell you, that is that is such an anointed question. And God may get revealed more to us when we see him during uh, the second coming. But, you know, when God closed the door, all I heard in my spirit was it is finished. Mm. Listen to me. There are some things that have to close in order for our family to travel and journey to the place of safety. If the door stayed open, if certain doors stayed open, open, listen to me and listen to me. Well, Noah knew what God commanded him to do. Noah followed instructions to the T, no matter how crazy he looked, no matter how long it took, he followed those instructions and God closed that door. There are some things when you position yourself in the word of God, when you position yourself in faith, there are some things God is going to close out on you. You're not close out for you. You're not going to need a loan offer to do it. There's something higher. Make me shout. Listen to me. There are some things, some, some things in our life, Woo! more than loans and more than contracts and more than different things. Uh, other things that we need closed out. There are some generational curses that we need closed out. So uh, what you have done is you've positioned yourself as, as Noah did in the spirit. And so you've gathered, you've prayed, and you've been obedient to the word of God. And there are some things that God is going to close out for you. Even as you're listening to this broadcast, there are some things God is going to close. You know what? Because see, when God closes, the enemy cannot open it back up. Uh, now see, when you close it, you know, <laughs> even though we got alarm systems, even though we have access to 911, there's a door that you can close that the enemy can kick down. But there's a door that God can close in your life that the enemy knows he better not even bark on that door. What did <laughs> God say? What did God say to the children of Israel? He said, mark your door with the blood. <clears throat> so that when the death angel comes to steal, kill, and destroy, when he sees the blood, when the death Angel sees the blood on your doorpost because I have closed some stuff for you. When he sees the blood, mm. then he'll pass your family over, and mm. that is why I believe God closed the door because there is always an enemy lurking. There's always a spirit lurking to seek whom it may devour. And so when God sealed that door, that door was sealed no matter the winds that came, no matter the rain that came, no matter what happened while they were on their journey to their place of of residence. When the door was closed, the door was closed and inside the door, they had all that they needed needed to make it.
0: Wow. On that note you summed it all up. Listen, the 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 simple fact that you said God had to shut that door. Mm. Cause you probably would have tried to open it up, but when God shut that door The devil can't even bark at that door. Mm -mm. (laughs) He can't Mm -mm. even breathe on that door. Mm -mm. The wind Mm -mm. can't even destroy that door because it's been sealed just like he did when he put the mark of blood upon the doors that the firstborn sons would not die. Wow. Uh, Mm. It is so, so evident that building strong families involves our complete hour, complete obedience Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. we fall short, but we must strive to remain obedient in our walk with Christ and ask for forgiveness, as Evangelist Harris has said. When we fall short from His glory, after mm-hmm. all, our family lives depend on our obedience in Christ. Yes, <laughs> um,
1: yes,
0: it has been a Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gathering here together just to talk about building families. Oh, I am so, so honored. I say that all the time in the walk that you carry in the Lord. And I pray that you continue to just do what you do. I mean, that at the end of the day, that's all I want you to do what you do for the Lord. And we just watch the kingdom grow. Ooh, let's thank do, you. It. <laughs> thank let's <you>. do it. Let's do it. And thank you again for joining me um, today on um, Power of Sticking Together and sharing key points and strategies and helping families understand how important it is for us to grow together in life. Hey, listen! Don't forget to check out her website to purchase her books and merchandise. I will put the the information in the description of this episode. Click on the click on it. Check it out. Absolutely. And remember, there is power in sticking together. But before we leave, listen. Tell me what you got coming up. Tell uh, t-
1: Well, listen, I am so excited uh, to collaborate with other like-minded people in the kingdom of God. And I will be in Orlando, Florida, September the 17th and 18th. Um, I will be joining um, my lovely sister, uh, evangelist uh, Sherilyn Bennett. She is the presenter of Leap Girl Leap. We are going to be leaping. Um, We're going to be believing God for the supernatural. And boy, does that take power to leap. And so I will be facilitating a session, but she has so many uh, different facilitators and speakers and panel vendors, all of that good stuff. So if you haven't been out, this is the time to come out. Uh, LeapGirlLeap.com and get your ticket and uh, just be prepared for the leap. Be prepared for the leap. And you know I'm going going to be be in the
0: place. I'm in the look. And I don't go out often, but this one, I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) leap. I'm leaping because at the end of the day, I just believe that there is power in sticking together. And remember, we want you to stay safe and tell somebody today, God cares about you and your family. Um, I will make sure I give that information as well in the description. So all you have to do is click on the description of this podcast to get more information on Leap Girl Leap. Um, wait, um, you know what? I almost forgot. We cannot sign off. We did not pray. Oh, we have to do that. We have to, have to do that, to do especially that. after this beautiful, uh, anointed episode. Yes. So, <sighs> oh, oh, I'm full. <laughs> But we got to close it up with prayer. Can you please
1: pray for the congregation? Yes, I will. Gracious Father, Abba Father, we adore you. We love you. And we thank you for your words of wisdom. We thank you for your power. We thank you, oh, Father, that your word is a light unto our steps, O great King of Kings. And we come to you and we join hands in the spirit and we receive your word, mm. We receive your direction. We receive receive your love, we receive your forgiveness, and we cast away from us all residue of condemnation, all residue of anything that will come up against us falling in line with your word. We ask, Lord God, that you abide and break every spirit of backlash, retaliation and revenge of the enemy, that you, oh, Father God, will superimpose your word Mm. over us, that you, oh, God, will command victory to come to us. As we walk in you, as we delight in you, you said that you would give us the, the desires of our heart. Yes. That's what we believe. We pray for this episode. We pray that, oh Father God, that Mrs. Trimble will get to a million episodes, that she will reach across this country international of uh, listeners. Oh Father God.
0: Thank you for joining and listening to Power of Sticking Together podcast with me, your host, Leisha Trimble. I pray you have enjoyed this episode. And if you have, please share, follow, and also leave a comment. Don't forget, join us weekly as we share new episodes that will relate to building your family. God bless. Remember, there is power in sticking together.